All right, welcome to Explore the Word podcast. So glad to have you join along with us. And this today we have a special guest, our missionary to Cork, Ireland, Lionel Smith. It's good to have you. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. This yeah. is- this is the first podcast that I've ever been on. Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's great. I, I had to ask somebody what, what a podcast is. <laughs> I, I'm really up to date on things. <laughs> wow, well, we're glad that you said yes. <laughs> and he's a long ways from home. Uh, Cork, or around Cork is where you live. Your yep. church is in Cork. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 2019, me and my wife had the opportunity to go visit the Smiths. And uh, I had a tremendous time. I loved every moment of it, uh, from all the delicious foods. We went to a really old market there in downtown Cork, uh, and just meeting people, and then fellowshipping with you and your dear wife, being with the church family there. Uh, and then it was an added little blessing to see where my family came from. Amen. That's part of Ireland that my many moons ago, my family, my mom's side of the family, immigrated from to Canada so it was pretty neat and uh, Legacy Baptist Church which before was Mississauga International Baptist Church has been supporting the Smiths for a pretty lengthy time I'm thinking since uh, 1999 roughly wow that's a long time that's a long time and we're so glad you're still there and and, and Pastor Thiessen took us on twice really he took us on in in, in, uh, in when it was in Langley oh yes Victory Baptist yes. Church, yeah. and then he took us on here. Wow, he liked you. <laughs> well, the church just took us on. <laughs> he led, he guided the church Amen. as a take. Yeah, Amen. well, that's it. Awesome. And so, when did you actually get to Ireland? I went to Ireland in December of 1984. Wow. Uh, I was a young man, and uh, I'm sent out of Emmanuel Baptist Church. I worked <clears throat> worked in Dublin for about a year. Okay. And then I took a church in Northern Ireland, which we would call the city called Derry, but the people, a lot of people from the north call it London Derry. Okay. And I took that for uh, about three months where a missionary took a short furlough, and then I moved to Cork. Oh, okay. So been there ever since. Wow. And so that's a lot of time, and so you're back in Canada now on a furlough. Yeah. Um, basically, I've come back to see my family. I haven't mm. seen them in years. I've got, uh, I got a father that's 87 years old, and I really wanted to see him. Yeah. I hadn't seen him since... Uh, before COVID, yeah, and then uh, aunts and uncles and brothers. I got two brothers that aren't saved, so right. I want to see them. And so, um, at the same time, I'm, I'm meeting with pastors and preaching in churches. Yes. So it's been a busy time. But yeah, just... yeah. So it's good, and with especially mentioned COVID. You know, uh, we get frustrated here in Canada. Some things that happen, but being far away makes it even more frustrating. Yes. More layers of just getting around. So I'm glad you got the chance to come back. So you've been there in Ireland since the 80s. I mean, is furlough an often thing for you? I mean, I know this well, one's a little bit hybrid, but... Um, I have to talk for the whole, for the whole uh, almost 40 years. So I was in 84, I went, I took the first uh, furlough in 91. Okay. Took another furlough in 99. And didn't take another furlough till 2014. Oh wow! Uh, obviously, we probably know our history. We had uh, a daughter with cystic fibrosis, mm-hmm. and then a daughter with cancer. Yeah. So <clears throat> from there, I think 2014, 15, and 16, each I uh, because I hadn't visited supporting churches in years. So yeah. I, I broke it up in three. Yeah. And then 
so um, I've taken a month now, uh, 17 and 8, I can't remember, but uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, what I'm trying to do is, is uh, rather than taking four or five months, yep. uh, take a month, a year, visit family and visit some supporting churches. Yep. So Makes it bearable. What, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, uh, my, my wife says I took too much on myself. <laughs> I, she, you know, it's, it's, it, it, when I made Miss Wright, I didn't know her name was, all, first name was always. <laughs> always right. Al, always right, but she is right. I took too much on. I, I literally uh, booked meetings Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday night, and, and meeting with pastors in between. And yeah. I, I don't think I'll ever do that again. Yeah. It was just a bit too much. Right. But it, it helps you get along, get a lot of coverage yeah. at this time. Yeah. So learn to, uh, from uh, the situation and move forward. That's it exactly. Yeah, it, it's just that uh, I, I, I've done that before, but I, I just uh, I'm getting a little older. Getting a little older every year happens, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> Surprising. Doesn't matter where you live in the world; it no. happens. Uh, so our church been supporting you for a long time. We're so thankful that you're there. We love you guys, and like I said, I've had a chance to be there with my wife. We really enjoyed it. So, a lot of folks in our church will never get the opportunity to go to court. Could you kind of give us a little description of the city? Okay. Well, our city is almost uh, gone uh, about uh, 30 or 40% bigger in the last three years. Really? It's just grown tremendously. We incorporated all the towns around us. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to get growth. <laughs> so, uh, so, the city has got bigger, but... Uh, Population-wise, it's really stayed the same for many, many years. It, it's an old city. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, like the university is over 200 years old, I think. Oh, wow, yeah. When, when, when we look at see something in Canada and we think it's old, like it, maybe it's 150 years. Yeah. It, you look at something in Cork and it's got to be like 600 years <laughs> to be old. It's, Consider old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's an old city. Um, we have a lot of old buildings. Mm -hmm. uh, the buildings are almost entirely block or, or, or stone. Mm -hmm. um, used to be he heated with coal, but now probably uh, natural gas would be the uh, primary primary thing. Right. Uh, English is the the uh, predominant language. We have two official languages: Irish and English. Mm -hmm. And I can I can say it. my wife can speak Irish, and she taught me a, uh, a sentence in Irish. Would you like to hear it's, it? I'd love to hear it. Well, it's this. Fioc bon caela, cov will te. So I obviously need to give you a translation. Yeah, yeah please. But, but do remember, my wife taught me this. Okay. So fioc bon caela, look, wife, cov will te. Where's my cup of tea? <laughs> <laughs> so if you have us to count, ahain, do, tre, cahir, kuik, she, shock, ok, ne, de. That's one to ten. Wow. Um, so two official languages, but um, to, to hold a public office, you have to be able to speak both languages. But everybody speaks English. We have really a lot now uh, of immigrants coming in, and, yeah. and we minister to them. Yeah. So uh, our church, you've been there. Yes. We, we're uh, international. Yep, absolutely. I remember being there and having some wonderful Indian food at your church for a fellowship on that Sunday. Mm. It was some really tasty which I never really thought about, I would see in Ireland, but it was there. We had a wonderful time. Uh, I kind of every church I've been to in these uh, international areas, like lots of folks, we see that you know, in people from around the world 
come together. It's wonderful because we're brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm. And, you know, a lot of churches in, in Cork, they uh, try to, to, to minister to a certain group like Nigerians or Indians. or. Mm-hmm. But you know what? How can I, if, if it's just for example, if a Nigerian church and I have a Irish friend, how can I invite my Irish friend to a Nigerian church? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't believe that the early churches are that way. I nope. never saw it in scripture. And it's it's wonderful that that we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And, yep. and, and so yeah. I'm so thankful for our people. They're under a lot of pressure to go to a church of their uh, ethnic nationality. Right. And, uh, uh, but... Um, I thank God we have people that are more interested in the truth right. than uh, color, yes. skin, or language spoken. That's right. And I remember being there, and there is lots of churches, mm-hmm. like the old church and big buildings and things of that nature, and a beautiful look at, but there's not much preaching going on there of the yeah, truth. There would be all Roman Catholic churches. Yeah. yeah. So heavily Catholic. And that kind of leads me to my next question is, how do you find Irish people towards the gospel? Are they pretty hostile? Like, how does that, how's that? Well, there's really been a change. I, I guess you would say I'm a veteran missionary. Yes. And the country has changed since I've come there. When, yeah. I, when I first came there, people didn't want to even be seen talking to me. Hmm. Uh, I remember a neighbor lady, she said, I'd come to church, but I couldn't. What would the neighbors say? Hmm. You know? And literally, nobody would really talk to you. And then... Um, the revelations happened about uh, the Catholic Church and the priests and the molestation of the children, and it was, it was just horrific in Ireland what they had mm. done. And it turned the young people off God mm. and the old people. So it's gone from being really, really religious to being um, just almost agnostic, even though they, they still practice the Roman Catholic Church. They don't really believe in it. Right. Right, yeah, and young I, people. Yeah, and I, I was with you uh, on one time when we were there, and we got the fish and chips and green peas. Okay, yeah, is bush it, peas. Bush peas. That's it. And I remember us talking to the young fellow who served us, and he told us he was an atheist. And I remember, I don't know, myself or you, we asked how that happened, and he told us that he was just so upset with the Catholic Church. Yeah, and he can't believe God and things. Sad, that. Sadly, Catholicism inoculates you against God. Uh, you get enough to, 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 to make you think you're okay and, 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 and mm. not wanting anything in, in the truth. So wow. my great burden is that uh, people will, will turn to God. Absolutely, absolutely. So you've been there a long time. So you know the culture, I mean, probably hard for you to remember the culture shock as much because it's been so long. But I did have a specific question from someone in the congregation about something that you discovered there that you really love. Okay. Well, the culture shock actually is coming back to Canada. <laughs> yes, I, I bet it is. I uh, have driven on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> I was at, with my father, and uh, the, now there's a shop across the road, so I walked across, and, and I told him I got a, I got an ice lolly. He said, you got what? I said, an ice lolly. He said, well, what's an ice lolly? I said, well, you know, it's it's uh, water uh, with sugar in it, and it's frozen. He said, you mean popsicle? I said, yeah, popsicle. <laughs> so literally, uh, it's different coming back to, uh, to to Canada. Yeah. Uh a lot of things different like uh, I thought I was going to freeze to death the first some uh, first winter I was in Ireland. Mm. Um I was from northern Ontario 40 below and I went to uh to uh to Ireland and it, you know it was like 3 or 4 Celsius but 
the, the moisture just went through my body and I felt like I was going to freeze to death. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to... <laughs> big thing is, is, is traffic coming the other way. Yeah. I, I was almost a very, very short-term missionary. Literally, a couple of weeks, I'm coming out of a place and uh, it's kind of a, a very narrow street. And it was, I think it was one way. Mm -hmm. And I looked the wrong way and there was no traffic coming. But I looked the wrong way, and I so stepped out, and a bus came, not the way I was looking. Really? Yeah. So it, that, that was a culture shock. To say yeah, that. for sure. People talk very differently, almost yep. like newfies. Almost. Almost, uh, and and and, and uh, uh, some of them are talk like the, uh, the Newfoundlanders from from uh, out in in, in uh, around the bay. The bay. It, yeah. It, it's pretty tough to. It is. Understand them, and so. We had a fellow from church, uh, he's in heaven, wonderful Christian man, uh, Mr. Omani. Uh, but really, my wife and I were two of the few that could actually understand and what, what he's he was saying. saying. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so that, that was uh, some it, of the things. Yeah, big, big change. Mm. Big, and they don't talk in Northern Ontario like they talk in Ireland. No, not at all. <laughs> not even close. Uh, and I sat in a barber shop when I was there. Visiting you guys, getting a haircut, and I could not understand the guy next to me, what he was saying. It was, uh, the lady was cutting my hair, I could understand her, no problem, but the guy next to me, and she told me, he's from Cork. And I'm like, I don't think I could ever understand what he was saying. Well, even the, the country, it's so, our city has at least three or four distinct accents. Yeah. Right within the city. And we have friends that live... I'm going to say 65 kilometers away. Yeah. And we haven't seen them for some time. We can't really catch what they're saying. So no way. we got to get our ear in yeah, tune again. Yeah, get in tune to how they say it in that part of the woods. Yep. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. So how could someone from uh, Legacy Baptist Church, uh, if they ever did come, what could they do to help you guys out? Well, one of the big things is we have a, uh, a children's club that we have every summer yeah it's a big outreach for us um we lost as i s said earlier we lost half our church and, and mm. some of the workers so so we're really short on workers and we could use workers come for help with the bible club that would be a tremendous blessing yeah uh, there's door knocking there's putting out tracks and mm -hmm. there's lots of work to be there's done lots of work to be done yeah so just get there and you can put them to work yeah if they, and if people come uh, this is what i do pastor i try to get them to work a week and then I'll take them for a week around and show them the right. country. Yeah. You know, they have to pay for the petrol, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have, well, he's true to, to his word. He did that with us when we went, uh, you brought us to that castle, uh, Bunratty, amazing yeah. place. I, I was talking to, uh, pastor Wood and he, his, uh, daughter's father-in-law is in China and he's gone to, I forget how many times he's visited the Great Wall of China. When visitors come, well, I've visited Bunratty. Yeah, I've visited Blarney. I've visited these places lots of times. Yeah, that's I'm, it. I'm glad to take people. I think it's if the people will come and work hard and not complain to, about working. Yeah, then we'll spend the next week or uh, uh, take him around. Yeah, and, and lots to see. Yeah, it's an amazing and, place. And, and I do, I do think it's important if you come to work and you, you, you see the country as well. Yeah. Yeah, and it helps you have a better burden for the people. And you, you, you might as well enjoy your trip. You know? That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's not all work. There's some I, well, fun. I, I know of a missionary, a, a preacher that went to Ireland, and, and he just doesn't have 
mem- good memories about it because he just had to work so hard and they just that's yeah. worked from morning to evening and then left yeah. and you didn't get to see the country and didn't uh, I, I'm I will work you if you come but yeah yeah but there's some fun times amen that's yeah. exactly and brother smith knows how to laugh i'm gonna tell you right now he has a wonderful sense of humor so one more thing as we finish off what's some things that our church can join with you in prayer about well i am burdened about um, i have been praying for years that god would send laborers to, to come to ireland uh, and i've been praying that, that god would send Somebody to work with the university students. Right. The largest employer in Cork is Cork Univer- University College Cork. That's the hmm. university. It used to be one of the top 100 universities in the world. Hmm. And, uh, we have students from all over the world that come there. We have another university. Uh, our son Samuel is finishing his master's in Munster Technical- Te- Technological University. And uh, we need somebody that will just work literally full-time with students because they're coming and going yeah and uh unique ministry yes and and they but students need to get grounded in the word of god in a good bible believing church yeah and that's a wonderful foundation for them and so that's my bird yeah also i i'm not old notice i'll say that again i'm not old (laughs) but i'm not i'm not young i'm 63 years old Mm -hmm. realistically maybe 17 20 years left uh to, and, and somebody has to come and take the work. And, yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, so I'm praying that God would send somebody to, to take over. And also, yeah. uh, we have sown and we have watered, but we're longing for God to give the increase. So yeah. pray for a great awakening. Uh, God said about Israel in Jeremiah, and I will give them a heart to know me. This may not be an exact quote. I, my memory's not going great, but I, I will give them a heart to know me, that, they, that I'll be their God and they will my people and they will turn to me with all their heart and that's what i'm praying that mm. that god would give the people of ireland a heart to know him yeah there'd be a great awakening wow well that's some great stuff for us church family to be praying for and hope you get this little interview has got you to know brother smith a little bit better and understand what he's doing what his past you know that's all good things to help us know you better and pray for you well thank you we we covered the prayers paul said brethren pray for us and, and then he said that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. Again, may not be exact quote, but I, I, I covet your prayers and I thank you so much for your faithful support and prayers. Amen. All right, folks, until next time, keep exploring the word. Bye for now.